Hello, left fielders. This is the Infielder Spotlight Podcast, powered by Left Field Investors. Our community is focused on networking and education to help people invest passively and think differently. Let's go. Welcome to the Infielder Spotlight episode, where one of our infielders share their story with host Chad Ackman. Listen in to gain insights from our community on how to create financial freedom through passively investing in real assets that generate real cash flow. Hello and welcome to another episode of the LFI Spotlight. I'm your host, Chad Ackerman, and with me today is a friend of the community, Peter Leong. Peter, welcome to the show. Appreciate you joining us today. Thank you, Chad, for inviting me. Happy to be here. Absolutely. No, we think there's been a couple conversations that you've had with us founders and we find your story very interesting that we felt like we wanted to get you on a podcast and share because I think there's some tidbits that definitely hit with people. There's some tidbits that are special to you, but I think anybody's journey is worth sharing anyway. And you've got a pretty good journey along the way. But why don't you start with easy stuff? Just tell us first off, what do you do today? Where do you live? Those kind of things today. Yeah, like Chad said, my name is Peter. I'm the founder of Potenza College Consulting now. Started this business with my wife since college. We live in Arcadia, California. Arcadia, California. Very good. And so you started a business, but you've got a long journey ahead of that. We talked about this before we started recording, but I'd love to have you go back to kind of almost day one and and tell about the early years because I think it's very interesting. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Chad. So I came to America when I was 12 from China with my family. So family obviously want to give us a better opportunity than what we had before. I grew up in a fish town in China, so basically grew up with nothing. We basically play on the street where the water swamp is, right? So I came here with my family with nothing. And a year after we came to America, we became homeless. And it was by grace, my dad's boss, who actually helped us found an apartment, you know, after a couple of nights on the street. And I had a, my first epiphany on the street. One of those weird moments, people believe it or not, but it was like I was talking to the universe and I think I hit rock bottom of my life. What I've been through for the past couple of nights, I just wish nobody would go for that. It's just one of those interesting situations, let's just say that. But so I just having a conversation and so I think this, I hit rock bottoms. So pretty much from now moving forward, I really have nothing to lose. So I think we only one direction to go. And that really gave me the confidence of when I, do things when I set my mind to something, I know that I'm going to go ahead and achieve it. And if I don't achieve something, I will learn something from it. And then I will go ahead and make another thing happen. So that was a very interesting journey. And then, of course, going for high school, studying my butt off, a couple of part-time jobs when I was even in high school, trying to help out my parents, pay rent, save up money. And I start actually a couple of side hustle business in high school. But that is something that we don't need to talk about. I just always have the entrepreneurial mind. I love starting business. I love working with people. I love just compounding money. You know, I never really spend any money. Most of my friends in my close circle know I don't really spend too much money. I don't like luxury stuff and things like that. But I just always have the joy of compounding and actually growing money. And I think it has to do with the experience I just mentioned earlier. I would think so, too. There aren't a lot of people that are able to figure out their their strategy and their motivation at age 12 and, you know, turn that into their career. Maybe that's the blessing that came out of all this. I'd hate for anybody to have to go through it. But boy, what a great story that that really 
set you up to know what you wanted to achieve. And you've gone on and become very successful from there. So I think it's an awesome part of your story. Hard part to go through, I'm sure, but I think it's an awesome part of the story. So you go through college, you go all that. What was your first kind of interest is a way to, it was more not the side jobs, but the actual focus on a career, if you will. Yeah. So when I actually, after high school, I was given opportunity to attend pretty much all the Ivy League school, but couldn't go because my family couldn't afford it. So I went to a public university in California here. And that's where I guess the second blessing of my life, I've met my first true mentor, right? Obviously, excluding my parents, I don't really count as a mentor, but more of a hero, right? So my first mentor was my professor, who was a very, very successful asset management managers. And pretty much using the exact word he used, he really liked me. And I don't know why, he just took me on under his wing. And basically, he said, I'm going to brainwash you. And the only thing that I want you to pay me back with is once you understand how finance works, how money works, you just go out there and actually change somebody else's life. And that was pretty much it. And, you know, the only thing he asked me is, before we start, I have to go out and read every single book that related to Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger. And that is the only requirement. He didn't tell me why. He just wanted to read all of them, all of the books. That's a big requirement, though. (laughs) There's a lot of books. It is. So, but then, as, you know, I love reading. I'm one of those book where I sit there and read six, seven hours. And once I read all the book, including Life of, you know, Warrens and all these letters and shareholders' letters, it's something just click. As a matter of fact, I just came back from Omaha Bookshare meeting and he mentioned the same thing when he read Benjamin Graham's book, which is Mentor. Something just click. All the things he've done or how he invests before in the te- up to that moment is just the wrong way. And that is the same epiphany I had is after I finished reading it, all the investment things I've done in the past is just basically not right. So it was very simple. And I really admire him. He can just sit there and read for eight to nine hours and make a lot of money. And everyone knows in my friends group that I'm pretty much useless in my household. My wife is the one that climbed the leather and changed the light bulb. And I'm the one that bought him sipping my coffee and said, okay, I think you're doing it right. So I said, okay, I want to copy that. So what, what value investing is basically buying a business, you know, uh, you know, with a margin of safety, but great business, great operators, and let them do their job. And what you basically do is sit back and collect the cash flow and also watch the company compound. So he bought Geico, which is an insurance company. He bought Seas Candy Up. He bought all of this great cash flowing company, but I didn't have that capital. So I really enjoy education, so I started a college consulting business with my dear wife, Jenny. And so, and when we first started it, no one's really doing college consulting. You know, nowadays, a lot of them around, especially of the Netflix documentary, but we do it in the legal way. (laughs) So, so this business gave us a lot of cash flow. So we take these cash flow and start buying other business, start investing in stock that, that give dividends. And I just sit back and watch it grow. And from there, it just became a, a system, kind of like, I guess, what I call mini, 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 mini to a thousand time Bookshare Hathaway, which is my, my you know, and not a mentor of mine, I consider. No, that's very interesting. I, I think that bleeds over well into what Left Field is about and the, being part of the passive investing side of things with syndication business on the more the left field than the right field, as we say. But I think that logic holds true on either side of the field. 
that can play in the stock market or in the syndication space that listeners can take that away and understand that for how they're participating in what we do as well. That's a little bit different, but 100%. Yeah, no, I think that's very interesting. I know one of the big things that we debate through is cash flow versus equity. But at the end of the day, I know I'm driven by finding cash flow now, you know, cash is king, being able to put that back, get it, put it back into the machine. Can you talk a little bit how you help consult with college students and so forth on teaching them about the differences in those spaces and what you educate them on. Yeah, absolutely, Chad. So one of the the rule that my mentor taught me in, when I was younger is that when I look at a business, literally he, he said, you don't want cash. You have to understand from my perspective, I was homeless. So, and I was thinking, this guy, this guy's haywire. He, something's wrong. <laughs> you know, I want cash. He said, no, you don't want cash. You want cash flow. So literally he said that I want you, I, I will challenge you every single investment you're going to make and start, you know, calculating what is the cash flow? What is the cash flow this business is going to return to you as a shareholders? And that really stick to me. And, you know, nowadays when I running Potenza College Consulting, it's one of those very interesting consulting firms. We are not only what we're student on helping them get into these colleges, but these Ivy Leagues and top private university. We also, during our meeting time, I will actually educate them financial education. So exactly what my mentor did, right? So when we analyze a company, what is the cash flow this company is gushing out? What is, how have they been using these cash flow? If they are not returning to you, are they doing it in a more meaningful way? Right? Some companies don't return dividends, let's, let's say in equity markets, and, but they are just compounding in an amazing rate, like Bookshare Hathaway, right? I'm sure that if you invest in Bookshare 20 years ago, you'd be very, very fine. But that is, that's just another way that I will kind of coach them because you know, it's funny when we have some of the best, the best university in the world. You think about, you know, on the top 50 universities in, in the world, how many are there in that list is in the U.S. But the funny thing is our students walk out of Harvard store and walk out of some of these Ivy League store and do not understand finance and do not understand cash flow and do not even understand economics. And it's just really fascinating. They don't know. They they know credit card because obviously the parent gave them a credit card to, to use it, but they don't understand how credit works. So I think it's important that you know as a their educational consultants that not only helping them in their educational path, but their financial path is to you know to how to become a, a better leaders and also successful scholar in the future. With inflation on the rise, private debt may provide the short-term hedge you're looking for. Spartan Investment Group identifies low-risk investment opportunities that offer predictable returns. The numbers speak for themselves. From 2018 to 2021, they grew revenue by over 3,500%. Their private debt boasts stable monthly payments and a short repayment horizon. And since it's backed by self-storage and a personal guarantee, you can invest with confidence. To learn more, visit Spartan-Investors.com. Hi, this is Zach Hapenstall, CEO and co-founder of Rise 48 Equity. At Rise 48, we've successfully purchased 38 different properties worth over $1.5 billion worth of real estate and gone full cycle and sold 11 different properties, drastically exceeding projections for our investors. If you're looking to invest with an experienced sponsor in either the Phoenix, Arizona, or Dallas, Texas markets, then we're the group for you. 
To learn more about investing with us, visit our website at rise48equity.com and set up a call with me. Thank you. No, I think that's fantastic. I don't feel like my eyes were fully open to a lot of what was going on in financing until I read Kiyosaki's book. That opened my eyes some. But honestly, I've never heard that odd, the logic of you want cash flow, not cash. I think that's great. I think that's a fantastic way to kind of sum up another element of this. And you're exactly right. The education isn't out there. You know, that's why we started Left Field. That's why we try to get some education out there. But it needs a lot more. So I love hearing what you're doing and how that helps out. What other elements of your program are worthwhile thinking in terms of the limited partner investor? What other pieces of advice do you think you could share that relates to the consulting work that you do to educate people on the business and investing and so forth? Any other elements that you could share? Yeah, I I think looking at both the equity or alternative assets, and I mean different kind of sectors, like we mentioned, talk about before the recording, is that it doesn't matter if it's venture capital or private equity hedge funds or alternatives such as real estate and other investments and things. When, When we invest as a shareholder, we own a piece of this company, right? And the way to analyze it is pretty much exactly the same. And I think it's important that we... I think there's many books out there that, such as Security Analysis, teaching people how to analyze companies and intelligent investors, written by Benjamin Grantham's, how to value a company. I think those are very, very important elements that we need to understand. Even though it's just say a syndication, real estate, they have leverage. Some people don't understand it. They think that, well, I'm investing in syndication. I have, I'm not leveraged. But indirectly, you are leveraged. And another thing I always teach my students is delay gratification. And then that's another thing that my mentor taught me is that don't think about tomorrow you're going to double your money. Think about in the next 10 years, 15, 20, 30 years, how is this investment going to compound for you and how much cash flow you can compound for your own personal portfolio. Just to share, for example, when I first started my first indications many, many years ago, you know, some of my friends who is in Wall Street, they'll be like, they'll be basically laughing. Like, Why am I doing this for collecting a couple $200, $300 a month? It just makes no sense to me where I can double my money. If I put a hundred grand here, I can make uh, another hundred thousand dollars in maybe a couple of weeks. If I take a little bit more risk to an option trading or something like that. But fast forward, it's been consistent, very, very slow, just like a turtle, you know, and 20 years later, 20 ish years later, you know, my monthly distribution is compounded to over $200,000 a month. And that is all started from a couple hundred dollars a month. So whenever people would come to me and say, well, what is this something I can put my money in and I can double, triple it? And I always tell them that you probably should just have more fun when it just go to Vegas and put it um, on a table, right? Because real estate, alternative, private equity, these are going to take time. It's going to take time to compound. And, and I think that delay gratification is going to be extremely important, assuming you have a great operator that you have placed your bets with. And, and the last thing is I do want to share with everyone, you know, including all my friends that I always share every single day is, and I've listened to my mentor Tommy is, when you're climbing that successful pyramid, right, the higher you climb, the more lonelier you're going to get. And, and, and the more some people even more depressing again. And the funny thing is they get more wealthy. And I totally see that because throughout the years, I uh, with so many, so many ultra, ultra high net. I'm talking about net worth that would start with the B, not with the M, right? 
And so, but they have, the family is not happy. Somebody student I work with, they don't have any relationship with their family and parents, which is sad. And what, what he shared with me is the, the, when you're climbing that success ladder, the higher you climb, the more lonely you're going to get because there's only a certain amount of people that's going to get to the top. It's a pyramid. So starting from the you know, fat bottom, and you're going to get to a point in, on the top. So he said there's a way to break that cycle. And that way is every once in a while when you climb, make sure that you stop and look back and grab a couple of your close friends and friends around you and climb that pyramid with you. Never just keep climbing it, keep climbing. And don't, don't just keep going. Stop once in a while, enjoy the scene, enjoy the surrounding, and enjoy the people that you bring along. Hang out, talk, and then continue climbing that, that pyramid. Because when you get to the top, just like other people climbing it, you'll find out that you actually are not by yourself, that you actually have all these people and family who are with you the entire time. So the thing is, I always say, you know, don't just climb that success journey by yourself. Bring people with you, give back, and, and, and the universe will take care of you. And that is something that I've always been very grateful is that, you know, I always like to, you know, share it and, you know, it doesn't matter it's a project. Some people will be like, well, I found a great project, great operator. I, don't, I do not want to talk to anybody about this. And I, that's why I think that the left field, you guys have been doing an amazing job. It's just amazing that, that there's not many communities out there, right, that, that connect together and share the deal flow and also talk about it and, and, and chat about it. I think that's important. You can't do it all by yourself. And even you can, please don't because right. it is lonely. It's very lonely. Right. It's lonely and you make mistakes too, I think, is the other problem of it. So, no, I think that's awesome tidbits, Peter. I think that's fantastic to remind yourself. One, we, we always say, you know, this this business we're in, it, it needs to be a boring investment. It's not supposed to be like the stock market and it's going up and down every day and you're chasing it. Boring is good. You want to get to that point because that's good things are happening because you're getting the compounding interest and so forth. But I like the advice of don't feel like you're doing it. You have to do it alone. Take a look around you, pause, enjoy it in the, every now and again. And, you know, realize who you can bring along with you as you're going on the journey. I think that's great advice. Thank you for sharing that. What's what's next for you, Peter? What's the future hold? Family. One of the things that I want to share is that I, I, I'm one of those weird guys. Uh, and my friends know that I'm always 10 years ahead. Right. So what I mean by that is that when I'm 15, I kind of know for some reason what I want in 25. When I'm 25, I kind of know what I want in 35. I designed this life to be because for passive investing, you know, passive investing is just more than, you know, what we talk about syndication now, right? In, like I said, mentioning private equity that can be passive. All of these things that can be passive because I, I really want to spend time with my family. You know, I have, I have twin daughters and I have a baby boy. And what I really wanted in, since the beginning is spend as much time as I can with them, traveling with them, educate them. I think that's ultimately where I find I'm very happy. You know, I don't know. There are people who have a hundred Ferrari and they will look at it and they smile. To me, it's, I don't I don't get it, but I'm sure that it's very, very happy for them. Right. But for me, it's when I when I go wake up, I'm the one that prepare my kids, you know, brush your teeth and, and bring them downstairs, eat with them. And I get ready and I take them to school and also try my best to pick them up from school. And so that's to me and spend time with them, read them nighttime story. That's what I find really, really happy. And I want to continue doing that. That's what I'm looking forward to, just watching my kids grow up and educate them and really just really educate them what my mentor have done for me, which changed everything in my life. 
No, I think that there's no better why in my mind than that. That's my why as well, or my two kids trying to educate them. I've got them in a tribe with me now so they can invest with me and I could teach them more because we're investing together because they're teenagers now. They're old enough to understand some more of this. But I don't think there's any more important why than teaching that next generation. So I think that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Peter, this was great. I really enjoyed all this. I feel like we need to book you again and get even more of your story because I'm sure we got more to hit on, but I got to cut us off. Really great. Thank you so much for sharing some of your story with us today. Really appreciate that. Chet, before I go, could I share one last message? Please. I just want to share with everyone who, whoever's listening is that, you know, we all going to have difficult time, right? Even through the investing world journey, our life. But one thing I learned when I was at rock bottom is that just never, ever stop believing that life is beautiful. That's awesome. Wish I could echo that louder than anybody, because I think that's great advice. So thank you for sharing that. And thank you again for being on today. Thank you. Absolutely. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next time in the spotlight. Hello, left field community. This is founder Sean Donnelly. I just want to say thanks to all of you. The sharing of our varying experiences, backgrounds, reasons for investing, and even our different goals is what makes our group unique. Jim, Steve, Chad, Ryan, and myself love what is happening at LFI, and it is because of you. Keep finding your voice, and let's invest smarter together. All the best. Hey, left fielders, this is Julian McClurkin. When I'm not on the court with the Harlem Globetrotters, I'm the chief storyteller for TribeVest. Now, you might be thinking, why would TribeVest hire a Globetrotter? Well, through my travels around the world, I've met so many amazing people and heard their incredible stories. And it's no different at TribeVest. My job is to share the stories of people investing together as a group, as a tribe. TribeVest allows groups to pool their capital, set up their LLCs and bank accounts, help with operating agreements, funding rounds, and so much more. Whether you're investing with other dads from your kid's preschool class or getting into real estate syndications with people around the country like LFI infielder Brian Pawnell, TribeVest helps them all make it happen. If you want to hear more about stories about TribeVest's customers, just check out TribeVest's YouTube channel. And if you're already ready to start investing as a group, head on over to TribeVest.com today. Thanks for hanging out in the infield with us today. If you're interested in becoming an infielder, you can find us at leftfieldinvestors.com or you can send me an email directly at chad at leftfieldinvestors.com. Thank you for listening to the Passive Investing from Left Field podcast. If you enjoy the show, please go to Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review the show. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Nothing said on the show should be considered financial advice. Before making any decisions, consult a professional. This show is copyrighted by Passive Investing from Left Field and Left Field Investors. Written permissions must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting.